And that has absolutely everything to do with the fact that I completely binge-watched Tiger King this weekend. <laughs> everything to do with it. What 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 an amazing show. Oh my god. And like I I've, I've been deep diving into all this. First of all, uh, I had to solve the mystery of the fact that, and it wasn't really a mystery, but I solved the, confirm my suspicions that that was absolutely not him singing. Oh yeah, absolutely it was, not. It was not him. Uh, that was like the first thing. It came on and I was like, there's no, there is absolutely no way that that's him. And it's not. Uh, no, of course it's not. I can, uh, I can squash that theory right now. Uh, not, not that anybody really thought that it was. But, um, yeah, not, not him. And so I've been watching a lot of these, like there's a, there's a bunch of behind the scenes videos on YouTube that are like, not stuff that the documentary series didn't use, but like hidden camera stuff that one of like one of the principal people recorded and then put on YouTube and mm-hmm. like it's it's insane. Like I, I struggle with the idea that that is someone's like their reality. Like me, I'm like I know tomorrow I gotta get up, gotta get dressed, go to work. At work, I'm gonna be doing this, that, that. I gotta figure this out. And like fairly standard reality. And then I'm like, okay, well, that guy is going to, like, wake up, feed the tigers, uh, go and clean out the monkey cage, uh, go and, and do all – like, and there's just so much – so so many surreal things. Got to do all these videos with this and that, and then there's the, – like, all that stuff is just I, – I, I'm amazed and still wrapping my head around the fact that, like, that's a normal life for some people. Well, and um... – you also have to remember that most of these people probably have to do some sort of drug to oh, God, yeah. combat the uh, the shakes they would have without it. Uh, yeah, like I, I, it, it boggles my mind that oh yeah, like all this stuff, like going and, and breeding and selling and maintaining a park full of exotic animals is your normal everyday. Like that's the baseline standard for your day. Yep, and if you're lucky, you have both arms and both legs, because not everybody does. No, uh, just unreal. there's so much. Just <laughs> there was so much to take in, and you know me, I'm not a documentary guy, yeah. but like the the best way I can put it is that it everything was so over the top about it that it felt like I was watching like a mockumentary or something. Yeah, it felt it, very uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah. But it's real. And she definitely killed her husband, right? Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. I, I really wanted to start out the episode with, hey, you cool cats and kittens. But like, I would have to <laughs> shoot myself because that's that's the, one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to have a, an interesting and a fun transition there, but instead, I, I want to get your opinion on something first before I get, okay. before I get too far in because I made a I made a decision today. Okay, and I want to know what you would have done in this scenario. Uh oh. Um, how do you feel? How how concrete are you about expiration dates on like food items, specifically like freezer food? Oh, if it's frozen in the freezer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're you're good for okay. a while. Yeah, because um, there was a uh, there was there's a frozen food meal, uh, nine months expired. I'm not uh, sure I would have gone that far. <laughs> I mean, how did it taste? Uh, it's, uh, see, here's here's the thing. I've never had it before, so I have no okay. I have no no frame of reference as to how it, how it should taste. Uh, here's what it was, um, uh, panne pasta. And so I'm figuring it's pasta, right? Like not, not, not bad. Um, with, uh, spinach and an Alfredo kind of sauce. Uh, dairy based sauce. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, frozen. Uh... frozen. 
nine months nine months passed uh, but here's here, here here was the thing though it wasn't it wasn't um like the expiration date it was best before date so in my mind i'm thinking it's good forever but it's best before that date i'm gonna be real with you you're talking to the guy who uh i found a kool-aid packet Uh uh-huh in my cabinet uh this is no joke about two hours ago it was green apple kool-aid green apple first of all why I think I'd been at Meyer and just bought like a bunch of the random ones you never see at Kroger. Yeah. And that one always just kept getting pushed to the back of the line. <laughs> As it should. And so it's the only Kool-Aid packet I have in the house. The use by date. Yeah. 10, 16, okay. 17. Ooh, pushing it. Oh, man. Still drink it. Oh, well, Still yeah. Still drink it. Well, Kool-Aid packets are like... It, it's true. It's mostly sugar. Yeah. It's and if mostly it, if sugar. Any, if anything with a Kool-Aid packet, I feel like the only thing you're really going to cut down on by using that later than, uh, than advertised or expri- you know, by the expiration date or whatever, yeah. I feel like all you're going to do is lose flavor. Right. It, it's kind of like with, with vitamins. Yeah. Uh, and like supplements and stuff. I know they have expiration dates, but I, I'm 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 guessing, and I've always believed that it's not that that's when they go bad. It's just when they lose a little bit of potency. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like 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 I I take um, I take vitamins. I take like a daily vitamin, uh, and it has an expiration date. And I don't necessarily think that like at that date they're bad. Like I gotta just get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, I think they just they're not as effective. And maybe they become two a day instead of one a day. Here's one for you. Okay. Uh, will you will you use milk past the sell by date? Ooh, I will. Uh, I give milk the sniff test before I pour it. Fair. So even even like two days or three days before the expiration date, I'll start to smell it. Like See, I'll I'll take the cap off and I'll give it a I'll give it a whiff. And See, I won't. I won't do that because really? of the, you know, you always have that little bit around the ring, mm-hmm. and I think that that's always gonna oh, go sour before everything else. So, yeah, I'll like, always do a little, okay, a small, a small pour sniff test. Okay, yeah. Did I ever tell you my favorite milk story ever? No, but I want to hear it. Okay, so I was in college. First of all, I want everybody to know, and I want you to to know that I have changed a lot as far as like the quality of food that I have and my level of cleanliness when it comes to food from that point in time, just to preface that this is not a standard thing. This is, this is freshman year of college. Don't really understand how the world works. Here we go. Okay. I had, I had the little, like the mini fridge right in the dorm, of course. And uh, so the only thing that I could fit in there was the half gallons of milk. Yeah. Unless I had like, if I had like no real other groceries or no other real frozen stuff, I could fit the full gallon in. And so one week I decided, well, hell, you know, this is going to be the week that I start to drink more milk, need to be healthier. I'm going to get less frozen stuff, more like packaged goods, get the gallon of milk. So I get the gallon of milk. It's August. It's like end of August. Here we go, October, still have that gallon of milk in there. Yeah, it's and like it's to the point where I'm like, let's just not open the fridge because I don't want to have to face this. Gets to be the beginning of November. Oh. And I'm like, I can't. Like I feel now that there's a creature in there, don't want to open it. Gets to be the hall closes for Thanksgiving break. No. And I'm like, as part of Thanksgiving break, you have to unplug everything, including your fridge. No. So I'm like, it's got to go. Like, this is the point where it has to go. So here's what we're going to do. I, I, I was in the room that was like two down from the room that was across from the elevator. So I'm like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I enlist a buddy of mine. I will call him out by name, Anthony Spencer. Uh, last I heard that he was a, a teacher, some kind of teacher. I haven't talked to him in years. Anthony Spencer, I say, man, I need your help. What I need you to do is I need you to call the elevator. 
hold it when it gets there. Tell me that it's here. I will take, I will open the, the refrigerator, grab the milk, come out, lock the door, get into the elevator. We'll go down to the elevator. We'll go down to the lobby, go out to the dumpster right behind the building, throw it in, be done. Total time, two minutes. Not a problem. We'll get there, Fair. right? Easy. He calls the, he calls the elevator. I'm ready. I got my hand on the door of the fridge. He said, ding, elevator's here. Open the door of the fridge, grab the milk, close it up, run out. Door locks behind me. Got it. We're in the elevator. We go down. I'm holding it as far out as I can away from my body. We get through the lobby, go. We're at the, uh, we're at the, the, the trash compactor, the dumpster. We open the thing up and I'm getting ready to throw it in. And he goes, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. And he goes, I really love smelling gross things. No. He says, can I smell it? No. And I'm like, I'll make you a deal. I will set this down on the ground. And I'm going to walk away. You can, oh, you can do whatever you want. You can smell it. You can do it. But it's your responsibility to throw it away at that point. And he said, deal. So I drop it on the ground. I set it down. And I walk away. And I say, but I'm going to watch and see what happens. And he picks it up. And he uncaps it. And this is how it goes. I, I, I'll never forget. Like, like there, there are a few moments in my collegiate career that I will never forget. This is one of them. Okay. And he takes one big whiff. Oh no! And I'm like, we're all like, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, how, how, how well? And he goes. Uh, nuts! Just starts throw like drops to his hands and knees. Just starts throwing up, just like painful sounding, hard throw ups. Retching and like his eyes are watering, and he's just like he he can't even talk. He's just throwing up, just like his body's natural defense to that smell was just to throw up everywhere. And he's just like, so he's on all fours and he finally stops and he just falls over onto his side and he's just kind of like shaking a little bit. And I was just like, yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to just throw it away. Cause that's, that's, I, I cannot imagine what that smelled like. That's the best milk story I, I have. <laughs> that's a milk story man yeah uh why anybody would want i mean it was so far past due i mean it was like it was going on three months past due like it was bad and it was it was at least two two and a half months past the uh the printed date i just i don't know why anyone would want to well, you know, he doesn't sound like the smartest guy on the planet. I'll, I'll be real with you. Yeah. Um, haven't talked to him in a while. I wonder how his life changed after that moment. I have talked yeah. to him since. I Like, I talked to him after that. Uh, but we just <laughs> but gotta, it's been a bit. Yeah, like, we've, we've just fell out of contact after college. And I don't really know what happened to him. But uh, he really loved uh, the Bomberman games. But okay. other than that. Um, but yeah, uh, milk, I will sniff, I'll, I'll do the sniff test on milk. Um, I'm trying to think of like what bread, bread kind of the rule is if it's not green and it's not like hard, I'll probably eat it. Yeah. Um, lunch meats is where I get into a gray area. Like, as soon as the lunch meat feels kind of like, you know how it can get that like kind of wet and slimy yeah, feeling. Yeah. That's slimy. Yeah. I, yeah. I won't go on. Yeah. Go on. Um, so that's kind of gross like that, that I won't, I won't mess with the dates on that. Um, but yeah, like frozen, frozen foods. Usually I'll, I'll roll the dice on nine months. That, that's the longest that I've ever gone though. 
that's all that was that was not probably a smart move but i i would yeah well you know you're you're still here yeah for now um for for now uh afterwards i did require a 30 minute nap but what what are sundays for i gave my body a chance to recharge i'm telling you right now it is such a it has been a it was a gorgeous weekend and I, I tried to make uh, Uncle Andy proud by going out and walking around, but still staying away from people. Yeah. Because it was it was too nice not to not to at least go outside for a second. Yeah, I went for a little uh, went for a little drive yesterday yeah, and yeah. got out and enjoyed myself a bit. Apparently, is that your way of saying you masturbated? No, no, no. I actually oh, okay. did get out and oh. go for a drive. Nice. Uh, no, I, I just thought you meant when you said you enjoyed yourself. Oh, no, no, no. I enjoyed myself on the drive. Oh, good uh, okay. Windows down, music up, you know how it is. Oh, I do know how it is. But uh, I feel like we need to uh, talk about something. Mm-hmm. I just, and you know, I think we've had a fairly positive outlook given the situations going on for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, I just really want to touch on something real quick. Okay. Don't go to parks, you fucking morons. Yeah, most, well, they're supposed to be closed. Well, a lot of, yeah. a lot of places are closing them. Yeah. Um, but that's like everybody's congregating at like Lowe's and Home Depot. Oh yeah, like a bunch uh, of morons. I saw uh, it was a Reddit post this morning that she said, "I'm a nurse, and I can't believe this is what it's come to. This looks like it's Black Friday." And she was driving past like a Walmart at like two o'clock yesterday. It's like people, really. Most of you aren't working. Like, go yeah. during. Go. Why are you going Saturday afternoon? Yeah, that's the. Like on a normal time, you don't go then. Why would you go when everybody's bored? And dear friend of the show, uh, Kyle Abel, yeah, sent uh, Mr. Poop Dollar himself. Uh, <laughs> Poop Dollar <laughs> sent me a picture of uh, a park I used to live next to, and this was Friday on his way home from work, and maybe Thursday, Friday, I don't know, Friday afternoon. Um. And it is just packed. Volleyball courts, basketball courts, like everything is like they're playing pickup games of basketball. So it's like, yeah, you know what? Let's have strangers breathe on us on top of everything else. And sweat and like be in close contact. I don't like people sweating on me anyway. Yeah. (sighs) Just so dumb. Yeah. People are so, so dumb. Oh, yeah. People are too stupid to live sometimes. Uh, so yeah, they've had to shut down public parks because people are stupid. Yep. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That was it. Yeah. I just wanted to call people stupid and tell them to stay inside. Yeah. We live in an era where you have more entertainment streaming options than ever. You have technology that lets you video call anybody that you could possibly want to see. Why do you feel the need to get out and, and be around, just around. Well, and you know the the idiots right now that are like outside and still trying to do stuff and still like live their absolute normal normal life because they don't want anything changed are the are the same morons who in like two months are gonna be like, well, why hasn't life gone back to normal? Yeah. It's like, well, dumbass, you were out playing pickup basketball, you were out playing volleyball. Yeah, the longer you go. By doing the things that you're doing, the longer it's going to take to get back to normal. Dumb asses. (sighs) Morons. Morons everywhere. Yep. God, people are stupid. Yeah. And, I mean, you could be at home watching Tiger King. (laughs) Or... Uh, I think I told you about this last week. Um, the Hulu documentary. <coughs> excuse me. I just sneezed all over the place. Uh, sneezing, not a symptom of coronavirus, so I'm okay. Um, it's true. Uh, Wrinkles the, cr- the Clown on Hulu. I'm going to have to watch that. I'm and just going to have to. Wrinkles the Clown. Uh, i telling you, I was obsessed with this before Tiger King came along. Uh, it's about this guy in Florida who is a clown that can be hired to scare people like your children or, um, you know, the like. 
you call this number. Sometimes you talk to wrinkles. Sometimes you talk to the voicemail. You leave a message. But it goes through the entire story of Wrinkles the Clown. And I'm fascinated by it. But then it also opened up the door to another question. What's that? Because I've been doing, like, I, I get on this thing where, like, I, if you remember, I, when I watched, uh, when I was knee-deep in McMillions, and I started to look about uh, McDonald Land, I will, I will find, like, a fringe thing related to the thing that I just watched and, like, deep dive into it to the point where it's, like, I, I don't want to say unhealthy, but, like, I, I just, I deep dive. Yeah. A lot. Um, and so with, um, with wrinkles, the clown, I started to think about clown culture and it led me, it led me down a dark road. I'm not going to lie. Because I started to I I, uh, I started to look up um, juggalos. Oh, so it took you to a dark carnival. Yeah, oh my God. Um, <laughs> how long have you been waiting for that? As soon as you said dark road, All I was right. like, "Yep, that, that this is yeah. happening." Uh, so I started to to like deep dive into juggalos and juggalo culture. I don't know what. Horror core uh, music is so I started to read uh, a little bit about that also. Um, I just I'm I'm so I'm so confused about just Juggalos in general. I would not call Wu Tang Clan horror core. You fucking morons. Sorry, I had to yell at Google for a second. A juggalo is a fan of the group Insane Clown Posse or any other psychopathic records hip-hop group. Juggalos have developed their own idioms, slang, and characteristics. The Gathering of the Juggalos, alternatively just known as The Gathering, is a notable annual festival held by juggalos and the artists that they support which have included rap stars such as Busta Rhymes, Ice Cube, and MC Hammer. Over its first 11 events, the festival drew a total attendance of about 107,500 fans, averaging nearly 9,800 per year, with a peak of 20,000 in 2010. Um, Yeah, uh, like... And they have they have like some they have like stand up comics and that kind of stuff that perform too. I know uh, one of my favorite videos in all of the internet is Andrew WK. Are you familiar with him? Oh yeah, party on, party hard. Yeah. So he's playing that song, and I guess like if the Juggalo crowds don't like you when yeah. this was uh... okay, because I actually I, I can deep dive into this a little more for you because I had uh, a friend in high school who he wasn't a Juggalo, but he liked some ICP stuff. Right. So they used to hold the gathering in this uh, thing, like literally like a convention hall. Okay. So like and indoors? All of, yeah, like all of the different panels and stuff. Right. Like rooms where you go to at a panel for a convention were just basically set up like, like small rooms for concerts. So okay. they could just have bands playing in like four different rooms. Uh, you know, they had vendors and that kind of stuff set up. And uh, they would do like, you know, they would do some like panels and interviews, like Q and A's with artists and stand up shows and blah 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 this blah. It's like blah. a convention, like a clown yeah. convention. The venue kicked them out because they were so uh, dirty and disruptive. After like four or five years, they I think. I think I saw something that said that they were like legitimately they would rather lose out on the money than have them come back. Well, if, if it, if it costs a lot to clean up, then they're probably losing money overall. Yeah. And, uh, in St. Clown Posse, I think they're only allowed to use like 
Because you know, one of their staples is like throwing Fago around at shows. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get oh. to that. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, I didn't no. Mean to... no, no. There's a uh, there's a tab that's characteristics. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, according to Shaggy Two Dope, which we're gonna get into them too in a second, because I've been doing a lot of. I've been doing a lot. When I say I deep dive, like I've been deep diving into this. Oh, I know. Juggalos come from, and this is a quote, all walks of life, from poverty, from rich, from all religions, all colors. It doesn't matter if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth or a crack rock in your mouth. Common characteristics of identifying a member of the Juggalo subculture are as follows. Drinking and spraying the inexpensive soft drink Fago. Listening to horror core and other types of underground rap music. Okay. Wearing face paint, generally those either like an evil clown or perhaps similar to corpse paint. Wearing hatchet gear. Having the hatchet man logo applied on personal effects and die cast worn as jewelry. Doing hair in the spider legs style. Uh, expressing a, and then in parentheses it says generally, tongue-in-cheek obsession with murder committed with a blade-type weapon. Juggalos view the lyrics of psychopathic record artists, which are often violent in nature, as catharsis for aggression. Okay, let me ask you a question about psychopathic records. Okay. Psychopathic records, what do you think their annual revenue is. Well, how much money do you think you think uh, Psychopathic Records makes a year? They also, in addition to producing music, Psychopathic also produces merchandise, videos, and professional wrestling. $35 million. Psychopathic runs its own manufacturing and distribution operations for merchandise with nearly 30 full-time employees. The latest recorded Annual revenue, you say thirty million? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Ten million dollars. Oh, that is much lower than I thought it was going to be. Ten obviously. Ten million dollars is what they make uh, every year. What they clear in revenue every year. So I wanna I want I wanna hit the I wanna hit the rewind button okay. for just a sec. You yeah. talked about the, the very tongue in cheek thing. Yeah, about, uh, murder. about violence and that kind of stuff. So one of my friends went to go see them in it was like May or June of 1999. Okay. Uh, do you happen to remember what happened at the, uh, you know, mid to late April in 1999? Um, L- little, little school shooting in uh, yeah. Columbine. Yeah. yeah. I remember so that. So went to go see them in, uh, in Lexington and, uh, one of the guys, Violent J Shaggy Two Dope, uh, whichever one goes, uh, you know how I know that those guys weren't Juggalos? And the crowd just kind of, you know, huh, huh, huh. he's like, because Juggalos would have gotten them all. And uh, even at the age of like 14, my my friend told me that he's like, that joke went over about as good as a wet fart. Yeah. Um, Violent J, Joseph Bruce is his name. Um, how old do you think? Violent J is right now. 47. God damn. 47. Shit. Exactly right. Okay. Shaggy two dope. How old do you think Shaggy two dope is? Year either way. So somewhere between 46 and 48, I'll go younger and say 46, 45. Okay. So you have two guys in their mid to late forties dressed as clowns. Talking about murder. That's gotta be, it's gotta be like a, a, like, like they gotta go home and be like, man, we got these suckers. Oh yeah. Uh, Like like they gotta, they, they gotta be like, man, we got them, right? I'm going to ask a question that I already know the answer to. Okay. Uh, Have you ever heard of the band Mindless Self-Indulgence? I have. Okay, not the answer I would have expected. <laughs> I've heard of them. I could not tell you like any a song, song or titles. Anything. Um, um, but they did an interview, and uh, oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what like what the exact wording was. But basically, like you know, they're very their their music is dumb. 
Okay. Like, it is dumb. Uh, they appeal very much to, like, the, the crowd that enjoyed Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. And, uh, like, the best way to... Um, people in their late teens and early 20s that really, really, really enjoyed Invader Zim... Okay. All, all probably really liked Mindless Self-Indulgence. I was a Mindless Self-Indulgence fan when I was younger. Um, but the... Uh, like, someone asked them about, like... So, like, uh, what's your favorite joke? Like, you know, just an interview, and the interviewer was asking his favorite joke, and the guy just looked at him, and he's like, I've been living my favorite joke for the past, like, seven years. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and I mean, you have to think about it. Like, ICP's been around for 25 years or something now. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things that's probably, like, yeah, we can, you know, when we're clown face paint, it'll be fun, blah, blah, blah. They probably weren't expecting this to be a thing when they were almost 50. Yeah, like at what point are they just like, all right, we're done. Like, we're going to do other things besides spray people with soda. And Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I've been reading into this, like, the gathering and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the like, I go to the gathering and it's... July or August, right? Because yeah. I always put it in like the dog days of summer when it's like super hot outside. Then like the first thing that happens to you when you go there is you get sprayed with soda. Hell no. Like, uh, I can't. I'm not like a, I'm not like a, like a germaphobe. I'm not like an OCD, like gotta be clean all the time guy. But like, however, yeah, like I walk in and I'm like, I take like step one into the gathering of Juggalos and I get sprayed with soda. Like, forget about like the pooping outside, probably camping outside. Like, I, I could probably come up with a, with some kind of option that would be okay with that. The, the, the spraying with soda as soon as you get there when it's like 105 degrees outside. <sighs> That, uh, that that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Now allow me to uh, go back and drop a little more fun knowledge that I'm familiar with. Sadly, okay. uh, they had to drop down to nothing but diet caffeine free that... because so many venues were refusing to let them play <laughs> because they were throwing soda around and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, we're having to hire cleaning crews. Not one cruise. Wow. To come in and clean up because the walls, like, I mean, you know, you think about it. If they're spraying uh, 500 plus people with sticky soda for an hour and a half, those people are going to the bar, going to the bathroom, yeah. going, like, touching the doors, touching the stage, touching each other, the walls. I mean, your entire place is just going to be filthy. Yeah. It's going to be a sticky mess and not in the yeah. fun way. Yeah. So if it's kind of, if, apparently if it's diet caffeine free, it's basically just water. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, and my other question, like I, what we need to do is we need to get a, a socially adjusted juggalo. If there is a thing <laughs> uh, to come on the show, because I have a lot of questions about the juggalo culture. Well, uh, I, I can, I, I I, I can fill you in from some personal experience. All right. So, like, it says, like, one of the things that apparently, like, they pride themselves on is the fact that they're all, like, they consider the Juggalo fandom a family. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, does that mean that, like, if you're traveling that, like, you can call up another Juggalo and you're like, hey, man, I need a place <laughs> to stay? Like, how, like, I, I, like, I, what, what's your level of, of family? Like, d- does that supersede everything else? Yeah. Um, let me break it down to you by, let's, let's get in the way back machine and hit okay. 2013, uh, 2013, April of 2013. It is the, uh, Monday after my birthday, a concert has been rescheduled and it is uh, head P opening for Twisted. Who, if you're familiar with Twisted, it was basically like until they left uh, Psychopathic Records, it was basically the hierarchy of that music label was Insane Clown Posse, then Twisted. So Twisted is headlining the show. 
and uh, you know why I'm there. I said Head PE was playing yeah. in Lexington. Of course I'm going. <laughs> yep, that's the dead giveaway. So we get there, and you know I've been to uh, I've been to my fair share of shows, anywhere from like hip hop to anywhere from hip hop to metal, basically just a lot of those two genres specifically. I feel so weird making the following statement that I'm about to make, but it is the truest thing I could say. I have never been in a nicer crowd. Really? Um, my friend Sean had his glasses knocked off and I swear to God, half that crowd stopped on a dime to help him find his glasses. Uh, I think I've mentioned it to you before. The only time I've ever had bones broken was at that show. I had a girl who was moshing in combat boots step on my right foot <laughs> uh, and uh, combat boot heel versus low top Chuck Taylor. Um, uh, I had two toes broken. She was incredibly nice. Uh, asked if there was anything I needed. I said, no, no, no. She said, well, I've, I, you know, I have to do something, you know, so she like would not stop until I was just like, well, She's like, I'm going to go get a drink. I'll let me buy you a beer. And I was like, okay, we'll just call it even at a beer. Um, you know, I, any concert, and this goes for conventions and that kind of stuff too. If you accidentally like shoulder check someone, not a lot of people will say anything. You'll just kind of like go on with it. So many times if I accidentally like shoulder bumped someone or if someone was in my way, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like just so fucking polite and nice. But there's one guy I specifically remember from this show. Uh, who was the biggest, and I, trust me, I, I know the following statement is going to sound incredibly strange, was the weirdest try-hard juggalo I've ever seen. He was literally looking up song lyrics to try and get the crowd to like sing along with him. Uh. And then when he started to see how many people had like face paint and that kind of stuff on, legitimately had one of his friends draw face paint on half of his face with Sharpies. Uh, I just want to be like, dude, you have to get up and live your life tomorrow. Yeah. Like what are you going to do tomorrow? Sharpies on faces are only for drawing dicks for people that have passed out with their shoes on or first. Right. That's the rule. That's that's the Sharpie to the face is a sacred thing that should not be taken lightly with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I just I, I have I have a I have so many questions about the juggalo lifestyle that I need somebody to answer for me. And I've like I've been to some like juggalo adjacent shows. Like I went and saw the Cottonmouth Kings play a couple times. Okay. And they're kind of like a moon to the planet of Juggalo. <laughs> um, and, you know, the, there would be a lot of carryover and a lot of that, like some psychopathic records artists always played at the shows I went to. But, I mean, it's just so weird because I've never seen ICP play. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know if the morbid curiosity would get the best of me for me to be like, man, I, I kind of think I have to go check this out. Like, I'm, th I'm so happy they've never played in Lexington because part of me would, like, I feel like there would be more of a internal discussion than I want to admit right. about do I go to this show or not. Yeah. Well, you want me to, uh, you want me to pose a question to you? Always. That you'll be like, I, I can't, I, I don't know what you're going to say about this. Like, I, I think this is 50 50 on if, on if you actually would. Okay. Or not. If we send an email requesting media passes, <laughs> God, yeah, for 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 this year, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, let, let me tell you, August fifth through August eighth, twenty twenty, yeah, is is the gathering of the Juggalos. Maybe if if if. If we sent an email and requested and got press passes, would you want to go? Would would you get hypothetically? Like let's let's say hypothetically, we send an email, we get a hold of the right people, we get media passes. 
I don't even know if they do media pass. I don't know how any of it works, but like, let's say we get media passes even for like a day. It would have to be at least two days because I'm not driving and standing out in the heat. I'm not driving like four or five hours standing out in the heat and then getting home or, you know, driving back. But let's hate camping. Let's say, let's say if it's, let's say if it's, okay, 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 I can do this. Ready? All right. Let's say, let's say you get media passes for Saturday, Sunday or Friday, Saturday, whichever one you want, whichever one fits into this, this hypothetical, the best. (laughs) You get two day, two day passes. Okay. And uh, instead of camping, you get a hotel room that's like five miles down the road, three miles down the road. So you can stay in a hotel so you don't have to you? camp. No, 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 no. There's no you. You'd be getting two passes <laughs> and we'd be going. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, like I, I mean, I, I would be in if they were like, you have to camp. There's no hotel room. Like, I would go just, just to see what the hell everything's about. Um, yeah. I mean, but, I, but, but against better judgment, I'd probably go. <laughs> All right. Well, then I know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm gonna send an email, <laughs> part partly just to see if, like, just to see if it's even a possibility, and partly because I kind of want the conundrum of maybe we should go just as a, or or what we could do, we could send a uh, we, we if we got a media pass, we could send a correspondent in our place. No, because I, I I feel like if we get this, it's something we need to like we need to do. We, need to, we need to fully commit. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just done. The first motherfucker that sprays me with soda as soon as I get there. <laughs> what's what's the penalty for punching a clown? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the penalty is. Because that's <laughs> you. You know that that's that's the evolution of this conversation. Is there's two things that come out of this. Number one, we need to have a follow up at some point with an actual juggalo. That is that is like socially. That, that can, yeah, that can hold a conversation, and um, you know we could actually, you know, ask them questions and have them give you know well thought out answers to. Uh, and number two is investigating. How media passes yeah, and media going passes. to the gathering going of the, the juggalos. Right. <sighs> no, that's our life now. That's <laughs> our life now. Because I just I, I don't like. Because here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Is I've I, I I'm going to I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Okay. In high school, I think it was. Uh, it was either junior high. I think it was junior high. I think it was 98, 97 or 98. I was gifted an insane clown posse album. Okay. I had, I actually had a CD copy of the great Malenko. Like, Fair. so, um, uh, but then I kind of fell into the hate on ICP bandwagon, which I have been on for a long time. And now, after after uh, watching the the clown documentary, reinvestigating, I'm will, I'm 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 going back into it with an open mind. I'm into that. I'm not I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm not trying to um, you know judge it without knowing. I will I will say that uh, I to this day I know people who are self proclaimed juggalos. That I I make judgments about some of the things that they do. Uh, no, I know it's I know, uh, but I want to know also if like that stuff is representative of everybody or if like I I, I like there's just so much I want to know and I want to give it a fair shake. So <laughs> and uh, one more way back machine story for me you you yeah. know like i was basically kind of the same situation you are i had i listened to a lot of metal and stuff in high school so i ended up with a couple icp albums and i um i had like one t-shirt that i ended up buying like it was on clearance or something at like a uh coconuts of all places i think wow i haven't heard that in a while yeah and so 
it's on clearance there. I pick it up and uh, I could wear any number of like Primer 55, Soulfly, uh, cold, like mud vein, static X, like any yeah. t shirt, not have anyone like if because I, I worked in the mall in high school. Right. And no one would talk to me. I wear that fucking it, – it got to the point where I would not wear it unless it was one of the last shirts in my closet. Because <laughs> so many fucking people that I didn't want to talk to would come up and start talking to me about ICP. And if I was going to see them on this tour, if I'd listen to the newest album, I just wanted to be like, guys, I have one album. One. And this is the only T-shirt I own by them. I I don't care. I just don't fucking care. Because, well, like, I look at it like this. Like, is it the same as I have one, two, three, four, five, five t-shirts, six t-shirts, and two hoodies that are CM Punk hoodies and shirts. I have like 15. Um, they're not all licensed, but some of them are from like the t-shirt of the day. Um, Ghostbuster related shirts. Is that like that where it's like there are ICP fans that have like 30 ICP shirts? Oh, I'm sure. And I'm positive. Like you could wear a new one every day for like two months and not, not repeat. As someone who can go through an entire month with New Day t-shirts, I, I, I think it's similar. I think it's definitely kind of the same thing because, you know, it's their pro wrestling. It's their it's their hobby. Like, you know, my brother, uh, probably the biggest hobby or fandom he has is the band Fish. Okay. And he has countless t-shirts and countless koozies of all things. Oh, wow. They do They'll do koozies for tours they do. Okay. And he's found a guy that does bootleg koozies on eBay so that he's gone and bought a few of. So. All right. Because, you know, if the Coron boys like one thing, it's one thing a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've found that I'm, uh, I, I do that. Like, I will get super, super into something for a, a short time. And I got to get, like, all kinds of stuff about it. And then. Like, I'll circle back to it, but, like, when I get into something, I'm, like, really into it for, like, right off. Like, I'm, I'm like, hardcore about it. I don't know. But, yeah, like, the I, so the, it, it's one of those things, like, with, with McDonald Land, as I, die, as I dove deeper into it, I got answers to all my questions. With, with Juggalo's the the more I get into it, the more questions I have. And just the more, like, I just don't understand. And I need, I need, I need someone to help me understand. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you know of a socially adjusted, even a little bit juggalo, uh, send them our way. When we post this episode, it will have hashtag Juggalo on it to see if somebody oh, will see if somebody will reply to it, and because maybe we said something in here that's a, that's that's wrong, and we need yeah. to be corrected. I want I want to be accurate when I. And keep uh, on, we're 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 not doing this in an attempt to like insult or make no. fun of or do anything like that to anybody. We are like legitimately doing this out of curiosity. Yeah, and. A want to understand. I um, went to the Bobby Heenan School of Broadcast Journalism, so I need to get to the bottom. Like it's the same thing with uh, with Alcor. Like we're waiting to get where we're in line for an Alcor interview because I want to know more about it. Yeah, and you know we would, <laughs> and I think the big thing that neither of us would be really excited about doing at the gathering would be. Being outdoors for thirty six hours straight in early August. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Like, I mean, for 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 the cause, I would be I would be willing. Uh, it would take a lot of sacrifice. I would have to interview a lot of people because I would really want to get to the bottom of it. 
we would need to come up with like five or six questions for everybody. It would be like, why do you like ICP? What does it mean to you? Blah, 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 blah. Can I see your tits? Like, those are your questions. <laughs> because I feel like that's, that's the question, the, the, like the hard-hitting questions that we would need to ask. And see, I'm not even going to get into uh, the thing that uh, – I'll, t- I'll tell you what to do on your, your own time. Okay. Uh, just Google Juggalo Baby Funeral. Seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when I say I have questions about Juggalos, I got questions. Hopefully someone can give us some answers. I hope Hopefully so. Hopefully someone can give us some answers. Maybe. Do you think maybe we can find somebody today that would give us some answers? Maybe somebody right now. Hey, uh, give me a uh, a city and state, please. Austin, Texas. All right. Austin, Texas. And I'm going to text you a four-digit number at the end. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's see. All right, got area code. Okay, perfect. Okay, let me uh, let me do this. All right, typing in Austin, Texas. We're gonna reach out. And touch America. America. So if you if you're unfamiliar with this, here's what we do: uh, is we pick a random city and state in an effort to get to know people across this great country of ours. We uh, we pick a city, we pick a state. Uh, I look up the area code and the prefix. Goran sends me the last four. Only at upon the time of the call, so there's no collusion. We don't. We're not, you know, calling plants, uh, planted people, confederates, as they're sometimes called. Uh, and what we do is we call and uh, we try and have a conversation. We ask them some questions, just try and get to know the person on the other line. Uh, sometimes, you know, we might get like a voicemail. We might get like a dead number. Um, but sometimes we get somebody and sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes they tell us that they're not going to talk to us. Sometimes we get to ask them a couple questions. It's pretty fun. Tomas. Tomas was pretty good. And then that one guy in New York was pretty good. And, uh, yeah. Des Moines, Iowa was interesting. All right. You ready for Austin, Texas? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Austin, Texas. Here we go. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Oh, so that the area code and the prefix work. Uh, it's just the last four. Well, if you want to. No. I got you. I got all you. Right, all right. Okay, perfect. All right. Second try. Here we go. Reaching out to touch Austin, Texas. Here we Fingers go. crossed. Yeah, oh my gosh, this is going to be either really good or really good. Oh. We're sorry, you have reached a number that's been disconnected already. Oh, it's just uh, Austin, Texas, pay your phone bills. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. All right, well, we'll have to pick another city for next time. Hold on. We can, oh, we can, we can, can, try, we can try at least one more. All at right. least one more. All right. Third time's hopefully the charm. Okay. Got the area code, the prefix, and the old la- the last four <laughs> digits of my original house phone number. Ooh, all right, all right. Here we go. Let's try it again. Austin, Texas. 
Someone's like, who's Bowling Green, Kentucky? Or who's Kentucky? It's not Bowling Green. It's just the standard Kentucky number. Keep ringing. Oh, what was that? Weird. Please have a voicemail. Double ring. Please have a voicemail. Hello? Hi. We are Chris and Chris. We're doing a podcast right now. And uh, we're doing a, a little segment that we call uh, that we're reaching out across America. Do you have like two minutes? Mm-hmm. That you can talk to us for just a couple minutes. Sure, go ahead. Oh, awesome! Oh my god! Yes, this is uh, this is awesome. Uh, first of all, what's your name? I'm <laughs> um, Kay. My name is Kay. Kay. Awesome. awesome. Now we called mm-hmm. we called Austin, Texas. Is that is that like uh, where you are? I'm, I'm not trying to get like super like. You know, specific. No, that's just the area code of my phone. Okay, okay. I used to live in Austin. Okay, awesome. So uh, what do you do? Tell us about you. I work. Oh, this is so, (laughs) this is very odd. So what are you you doing this segment for? Oh, okay. So uh, I'm Chris, and uh, I'm I'm here also with Chris, and we have a podcast. Um, and what we do not is not confusing at all. So I know, I right? It. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we have a podcast and what we do as uh, for a segment on our podcast is, uh, we will, every episode, we will just randomly pick a city and we'll, we'll pick an area code and mm. a prefix. And then, um, we'll, we'll just randomly draw four numbers to end it. And we'll call that number. And we just try and talk to whoever answers the phone just to kind of get to know about them to try and get to know people around the country. Oh, wow. That's yeah. actually a really cool idea. I mean, I wish my number would have came up for, like, the lottery or something, but <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't have any money for the lottery, but, like, we've called, like, uh, you know, Los <laughs> Angeles, New York, uh, Iowa. Like, we, we try and pick a different place, like a wildly different place each time just to try and get to know people around the country because uh, we feel like, um, you know, we're kind of divided as a country. So we just want to kind of talk to people and kind of get to know yeah. people. Just and, something uh, fun. Especially, especially given everything going on right now, um, anything we can do to kind of like brighten or anything, because you know this is going to be a funny story for you to go and tell your friends. Be like, hey, I'm stuck in quarantine, but these two random (laughs) assholes called me. So yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I'm I'm actually in quarantine with about 15 elderly people. I work for a hospice facility, so I opted not to leave so I could keep taking care of them. That's awesome. That is so admirable. Yeah, that's very cool. And and that's the thing I like to hear about is is people who are like looking beyond themselves. That's super cool. Like you yeah, have a really big awesome. heart and that's awesome. That's great. Oh, that's great. you're sweet. The world needs more people like you around that are not as <laughs> oh, selfish. Oh, wow. Cuz we've got too many people. See, we're based in My Kentucky. My exes would beg to differ. <laughs> well, we can call them if you want and run them down. <laughs> we're we're for hire that that's way. We'll, we'll call them and uh, run them down. So, um, oh, I would totally give you all of their numbers. <laughs> Going on. Anyway, so. Anyway. Don't, don't go tempt us. Yeah, don't, yeah, we're always looking for funny Yeah, no, totally not going to do that. Totally not going to do that. Totally yeah. not going to do that. So that's uh, But no, yeah, so. Yeah, so, so you work at a hospice uh, facility. That's cool. That's, yeah. that's so fun. You, I do. And I mean, so you probably haven't been home in what, like two and a half weeks now? Uh, no, uh, a little over four. Oh my god! Oh god! So it's been wow. A little over four. Because Again, they're very... um, like when it first when it first happened. I mean, they're the ones that are the most successful to it. So yeah, right. It was kind of like, and there was a long incubate incubation period. So it was kind of like, uh, well, we got to make a choice. Yeah. <laughs> gosh. So. How many other people like made that choice with you? Like that worked there that decided to stay. Uh, one other person. Just one. Oh Holy shit! Gosh, just one other person. Oh, Sorry, God. I hope you're not offended by profanity, <laughs> but like... no, oh, I completely am. I work with elderly people. All they do is curse. Oh, um, <laughs> we're gonna make great old people. That's gonna be awesome because good, that's what good. we do now. And yeah. so, yeah, we're gonna make great elderly people then. Yeah, the mix is not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you're not all, all cruise goes out the window. Yeah, see, that's that's perfect. Um, so when you're not, um, you know, giving tremendously of your time uh, to help other people, what do you like to do in your spare time? And uh, before all this craziness, what, what did you like to do? 
I don't remember. Uh, I know. Um, I was just the typical stuff, you know, going to the park, festivals, music, venues, um, reading. I like okay. to read. Okay. So you said I was, uh, music. I was a very boring person. No, reading is <laughs> reading is. You're um. So I, I take it when you say music and festivals, you're not. Are you a juggalo? <laughs> We uh, and the only reason I ask, see, see, you don't get the phrase like we uh, the, this episode that we've been talking about, we've been trying to deep dive into the juggalo um and figure the out culture, like yeah. juggalo culture because we don't understand the it. Juggalo, I don't, I don't understand it either. But I've yeah. never actually wanted to. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to look into that now. But no, you shouldn't. You I like shouldn't still. look into it. Well, let, like let us do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Don't look into the culture. There's, yeah. Um, have you? So you haven't watched uh, the Netflix Tiger King series yet, either. Then have you? I have not. Okay, yeah. No. You're in for a treat not. when you do. Oh my gosh, you're in for a treat. You know, I've, I'm actually I'm saving the Netflix to when it's really dire. Yeah. Um, Smart. As of now, there's so many programs um, for people because everyone has to stay at home. So there's a lot of free courses that you could take from, like, Johns Hopkins, Columbia, Harvard, all these, like, top-notch schools. <laughs> They're giving out free courses online. So I was like, why not? See, you so are, like, the opposite. That's what I'm doing. You're, like, the opposite of us because we've been sitting here playing video games <laughs> and getting dumber, and you're uh, getting smarter throughout this whole thing. <laughs> She's out here saving people's oh. lives. I'm like, oh, I, I should watch this Nicolas Cage movie I've seen yeah. in like three years. <laughs> Con Air is great. Like we're killing brain cells. Con Air is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, but, but like if you think about it, though, like I've always been the homebody anyway, so this really isn't too much of a you know adjustment for me. Right. That's... <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay, now I have an excuse to be socially awkward. Yeah, no, see, it's fun. like like there's everybody that's that, that's like when you realize that social distancing and uh, the new way of life is just the the lifestyle you've been cultivating for years. That's kind of like where I am. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I think awkward people and people who have been in jail are right on the top. It's like all those all those qualities are coming in handy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you don't like people, or if you know how to carve your toothbrush into a shiv, you are made for right now. This is your time exactly. to shine. Or 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 just watch Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> and bam, Crash Horse, and you're done. Yeah, and you're done. That's it. That's perfect. That's awesome. This is so great. <laughs> I'm so glad you answered the phone. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Well, honestly, um, it's cool to talk to people who remember our conversation. Yeah. Fair. So Fair. this is a treat for me, too. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to find us, yeah, um, you can find us at TN, uh, the number 2M show on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. Or I'm not. What's the Facebook page? Facebook.com slash talk nerdy, the number 2 oh. me show. Because our show is talk nerdy to me. Um so we oh. we uh, we talk a lot of pop culture stuff, and uh, so we have we have. Uh, have a... you guys seen? Have you guys seen the video of um, you know the Reading Rainbow guys? Yeah, oh, Lavar Burton, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he read to Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, uh, "Good Night Moon." I, uh, just watch it. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say it's I haven't awesome. seen that, but I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to add that to the queue. <laughs> And it's so funny because he's like he's like laying on his shoulder and everything and falling asleep. It's, it's and you're just like no, the girl, whatever. I got happy, made me happy. That's yeah, I'm, yeah. I love Lavar Burton. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thank I you. am serving dinner now. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, you have important <laughs> stuff to do. You have more important things to do than talk to us. So, yeah. uh, so thank you so much. What's for that? Out? Thank What's you that so much Twitter for being nice. again? Uh, TN, the number 2M uh, show. So yep, on T Twitter. Yep. And <coughs> sorry, my water went down the wrong end. There you go. Oh, a wrong end or wrong pipe. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, don't say the wrong end. <laughs> wrong pipe. Wrong, the wrong pipe. end. Yeah. Wrong pipe. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. TN, 2M <laughs> yep. show. And then so. Facebook.com slash talk nerdy, the number two me show. 
That's where you can find and, us. Perfect. And we will probably have this show, this episode up tomorrow or Tuesday at the yeah. latest. Yeah, it'll be up this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have uh, – and we'll, we'll be tagging it. You'll know it's, it'll be the one that has hashtag Juggalo in the description because <laughs> oh, it's, it's the Juggalo deep dive. But then uh, – I'm definitely going to look for that because <laughs> I need to be educated yeah, on that. So you can get your deep dive into the Juggalo culture and then hear yourself. So there you go. It's a win-win. <laughs> Win-win. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, thank All you right. well, for you your time. You guys have a good day, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, that was the best that's ever that's gone. Amazing. That that's amazing. That was the best. That could not have gone better. <laughs> and we got we, a hospice nurse? Right. So she's this genuinely good person. Yeah. I she guess. took, what, like seven, eight minutes out of her day to talk to us? Uh, let me see the call time on that. Uh, Ten minutes, 17 seconds, including ringing. Uh so yeah, that um, that was literally the the best that that's ever gone. Yeah, the 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 <sighs> best way that could have gone. And I, I don't I don't think we can. And I, I have nowhere to go from here. Do no. you, I have no I have nowhere to go. Third do you have time, to go from? No, third time's a charm. The only thing we have third? left to do is uh, is call it for the day. And we'll call it for the day, guys. Thank you so much. Um, we told you we were probably going to be producing some more content over the next few weeks. We're gonna. Make good on that. Um, we'll definitely be back at least Tuesday, and you'll hear us then. And uh, thank you guys so much for being our friends with benefits.